Greetings, my fellow nerds. It is I, Jack, your DM of Last Nerds on Earth. Last week on our campaign, the adventurers said their farewells to the crew of the Oriole. Once off the dock, they received a message to meet with Leon, their Adventurers Guild contact, at Timora's Blessing later in the evening. The group made off to check out some shops. Carly got knocked out by a Minotaur, but Alagrax got a discount price on some armor he hopes to buy in the future. Finally, making their way to Timora's Blessing, they prevented a fight between three dwarves and Leon over a card game, then sat down to learn the nature of their mission. Join them as they discover what lies ahead on Last Nerds on Earth. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the campaign. We're going to do a quick recap. So first of all, you guys are now level three after you got off of the boat. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves and then just do a really quick overview of what you got for your level three character. So Mandrew, we'll start with you. Go ahead. All right. I am uh, Mandrew, also known as Carly, the sorcerer fire genasi, and I'm now level three. The biggest thing I got was some new cool level 2 spells and some sorcery points, which I can use as meta magic and spend these points to do cool things like twin my spells, like do a, a one spell and then split it off to two people, and then do a touch spell at a distance. So that's cool. There you go. All right, Cube. Hi, guys. I'm uh, John, also known as Cube Master. I play Allegrex, the Dragonborn Paladin. And recently, Allegrax uh, bound himself to his oath of vengeance against his tyrannical father. And for binding himself to this oath, he got some cool new abilities that let him, you know, stop an enemy in their tracks or get some extra damage in on them. It's going to be some pretty nice stuff coming up. Fantastic. And Mike? Hey, everybody. I'm Mike. I play Oliver Blackthorn, the faceless halfling rogue. Uh, level three, I learned fast hands, which I can use my cunning action to make a dexterity or a sleight of hand check, or use my thieves tools or use an object. So that's pretty cool. And also second story work, which I can climb faster, which as a halfling, I already climbed pretty quick, but uh, climbing no longer costs me extra movement. There you go. All right, and Sky. Hi, I'm Skystar. I play Rain Stormstar. I'm level three ranger, and I got a for my level up. I got uh, a couple of new spells, and a new ability called Dreadful Strikes, which I'm going to happily stab people. With. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is what does uh, Dreadful Strikes do? Uh, I get to add uh, psychic damage to my weapon. <sighs> Ooh, that's dirty. Every turn. Every turn. <laughs> Every freaking nice. turn. What the dip? Okay, alright, and uh, as you all know, my name is Jack, and I'm your Dungeon Master. Um, I gained no levels, but I do have a lot of NPCs that are more powerful than y'all are. You haven't seen them yet, but you will. Last time on Last Nerds on Earth, we uh, had you guys fighting a group of fish people that you came to find out were the Sahagwin. You drove them off, only to see the priestess of the Sahagwin take one long last look at you before she dived deep into the ocean and sped away. Uh, you guys discovered, uh, or didn't discover, but you saw a abandoned ship, which you decided to check out while the crew got your ship unstuck from the sandbar. You found a corpse of what you can only assume is the chef. 
uh, or the cook, rather. I don't know if they really employed a chef. That's pretty fancy. They might have. Discovered some fancy wooden plates. Most of the rooms have been ramshackled. It looked like the boat had come under fire. Most of the crew members, from what you could tell, they were crew members or they were just a bunch of dead people, were found on the deck of the ship. After that, you guys moved back to the other boat, loaded up, and spent the rest of the voyage sort of milling about, helping the crew engaging in fun little combats, trying to stop Philomena from attacking you, and just sort of uh, enjoying your trip over. And you guys finally made it to Waterdeep, where you ran into a Minotaur that was a shop owner that Carly made him get so angry that he punched him in the back of the head. Yeah, he was the quickest Minotaur ever. He's super quick. Minotaurs are super quick, bro. (laughs) I didn't even have to look up stats for that, bro. So... After that, you met Leon at a tavern, your contact from the Adventurers Guild, who was engaged in a game of cards with three dwarves. The dwarves called him out for cheating and looked like they were going to rough him up. Luckily, you guys stepped in and dissuaded them from any heinous activities. And after that, he talked a little bit about... I don't think he talked too much, if I'm remembering correctly. He just sort of mentioned that there was a job in town for y'all. Is that correct? Yep. Precisely. Excellent. From here on out, you guys are going to be doing the the new stuff. All right. You met uh, you met Leon at the tavern called Timor's Blessing, which was a small tavern, and it was fairly packed in. And after a moment, after the dwarves cut out, he uh, ordered you guys some drinks and said, you know, let's uh, let's talk about it. Right. So anyways, as I was saying, I've been led to believe by our people at the Adventurers Guild that a very important heist is to take place within the next four days. Now, normally the guild wouldn't be too interested in bothering itself with the endeavors of the Thieves Guild of Waterdeep, but the object of interest is, well, just that, something interesting. Uh, he pauses for a moment as the uh, barman brings over the drinks for everybody. And, uh, you know, he slips him some coin. Then he says, could we get some food, please? Some of those nice roast sandwiches that I like so much. Just one for me. And uh, he looks at the rest of you. Anyone else want anything? It's on the guilds tab. And he winks. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just take the uh, strongest whiskey they've got. Uh, I'd, like a, I'd like a sandwich and I'd like to dip it in some whiskey. Right, so two whiskeys, uh, anything else? Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll have an ale. Right, that's, uh, that's it right there in front of you. He went ahead and ordered you guys uh, ales for you. So, so you do have ales in front of you. Oh, well, uh, I'm good, then. thank you. I'm, I'm good, thanks. Right, well, uh, now we do have uh, a couple of different whiskeys. We've got just sort of our house whiskey that's made here and around there. Uh, and then we have a fancier whiskey. Uh, that's it's pretty nice. It's called the Clara. Clara. It's alright. It's not too bad. Now our top shelf stuff is uh, what we call uh, Wind Digger whiskey. Uh. Uh, and that's that's actually pretty nice. Uh, don't know if you've uh, ever tried that. I can tell by the chortles <laughs> that uh, some of you might have uh, run into it before. I heard it takes out dragons. Well, is that right? Well, it depends on uh, how big the dragon is, and he sort of nudges Allegrax and sort of eh eh eh. Uh. No, that's quite all right. I have uh, plenty of Wendigo whiskey. Oh, do you now? Oh, so you must have met my cousin up in, uh, what is it? A dash or something Luskin. like that. Luskin. 
That's right. Is this another Nurse Joy situation we have? No, this on? is his actual cousin. Okay. Are they all <laughs> bartenders? <laughs> Every single no. one? <laughs> no, they're not all bartenders. Leave it alone. I should really stop doing this. <laughs> but I did. Uh, I met your cousin Tussel, was it? Ah, Tulsia. Yeah, that's right. Tulsia Windegger. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he can be quite the character now, can't he? <laughs> he nudges you again. <laughs> he sold me a gallon. A whole gallon? Well, you must be quite the uh, the lover of the Windigger whiskey there, eh, bud? Eh? I eh? am uh, making a collection. <laughs> well, uh, if you if you want to know a little bit of a secret, and he puts sort of like his finger to his nose, you know, like, keep it under your hat, and uh, he says, Mine's just a little bit better than his. I think the taste is a little bit finer. We've got better water down here, if you know what I mean. I'll take a glass, and if I like it, I'll take a gallon. All right, I'll bring it on over. <laughs> and he walks off. Uh, I'll take the house whiskey, too. It, it, is it good with sandwiches? Now, you just want the house whiskey, not the Windiger whiskey. Is that right? Yeah, uh, the house whiskey is your whiskey, right? Well, it's uh, it's a locally brewed whiskey uh, or cultivated oh, whiskey. No. So, uh, you know. I want yours. All right, Windiger it is. Two Windigers coming right up. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend dipping the sandwich in it, no. I'm, uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm just saying the sandwich itself has a nice sauce on it, and then the sauce might get into the whiskey, or the whiskey into the sauce, and it really muddles the flip. You know what? That's alright, I'll bring it right over. And uh, he pops off to go get uh, y'all's orders, so. It's gonna turn into another bar episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You're the one that started us in a bar. <laughs> they all start in bars, man. That's where the stuff goes down. Well, uh, are there any questions so far? What exactly is this item of interest? Well, now, see, that's the thing. The guild hasn't told me exactly what it is. Just what it's contained in and where it might be. Now, we know we know who has it. And that's going to be Baron Willington. He's got it, and uh, this weekend he's going to be having a I'm the richest man in the realm party. So, my boss in the Thieves' Guild is planning an excursion onto the property the night of the party. Maybe I should roll back a little bit. I myself work with the Thieves' Guild. Now, let me be clear. Let me be very, very clear. My loyalties lie with the Adventurers' Guild and the Adventurers' Guild alone. But they like to keep tabs on the world around them. So they'll send people like me who've been with them for a hundred years or more into different parts of the world, joining different groups. That way they can keep better tabs on what's going on. Now they don't meddle in the affairs of the Thieves' Guild. They just have me tell them what's going on, just in case they need to, like right now. Now, now Leon, I gotta say, Sounds exactly like something a triple agent would say. <laughs> Listen. And he gets he gets very serious and he looks you dead in the eyes. My loyalty is not under question. New friends. <laughs> and if we have any problems, I'm sure we can get another adventuring party to work this out. That shouldn't be necessary. Good. Glad glad to have that. Glad to have y'all along. Now my boss, and he does air quotes. I wouldn't show you, but you know. 
is planning an excursion onto the property the night of the party, like I said. Uninvited, of course. The guild wants what he's planning to take from Baron Willington. Now either we need to stop the lads from nabbing it, or get it ourselves. Either way, it needs to end up in the hands of the Adventures Guild. So, you expect us to out-thieve the Thieves Guild? Out-thieve them? Or maybe we can just straight up ask Baron Wellington for it. Who knows, he may be in a generous mood. Fair enough. Uh, what is it? <laughs> what is- what- I got a picture of stuff in my head. What, what are we trying to get? That I don't know. All we know is that Baron Wellington has it. And I'll bet, I'll bet you beans to gold that he keeps it in his safe. Hmm. Anybody with any brains will keep high-value stuff in their safe. That's fair enough. Now, we have a couple of avenues that we can sort of work out here. I've been in the Thieves' Guild for about 20 years. Now, I can bring you in and say that y'all are trying to join the Thieves' Guild and that this would be a great excellent opportunity to prove yourselves to the guild and they might just let y'all along or we can hey jack i texted you okay or we can just steal it ourselves reminder stores will be closed 528 for military grad normal at what is this that is not what i texted. you're not from Vic victory vapor inc <laughs> way to ruin the immersion uh you can ask in game mike I don't want to ask in game. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I mean, you can ask in game if you want. And you don't have to ask him as Oliver, but you can just ask if you know this guy. Okay. Do I know this guy? Uh, roll me and roll me a perception. I didn't, I didn't want to give away too much. So I know, I know, I know. You can just say, "Do I know this guy?" Everybody knows you're from Waterdeep, so yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So roll okay. me a perception check. Uh, probably not good because I got a five. So yeah, with I mean, unless you have like a five to perception, uh, which you don't, you have three. a three, so an eight. So the Thieves Guild, you know, that you know that the Thieves Guild works essentially as cell groups, and so there's not usually large gatherings or people intermingling or anything like that. And this is not somebody that you've ever seen before. Okay. So no, you do not know him. Okay. So Leon pauses for a brief second, and uh, Tashir is the name of the barman. I gotta stop doing that. Brings over your uh, your sandwiches and your whiskeys, and Leon just sort of digs into his. And, for and a I definitely do too, for sure. Oh, oh man. Oh, you know what? Oh, I tell you, that's, that's good pretty good. Sauce on that, right? That's a good sauce. <laughs> that's really good sauce. That's right. I yeah. dipped it in the whiskey. Good it's on. really good. <laughs> super gross. Man. Oh man. Oh, this is good. This is a good Super whiskey gross. sandwich. He he looks just like he just he, his it looks like his heart's hurting, and so he just walks away. I've had lots of whiskey sandwiches. It this is the best one I've ever had. La la la, can't hear you. On that note, it's a uh, time to pound back that glass of whiskey. Oh man! All right, let's go sideways real quick. Roll me a Constitution saving throw. All right, that's gonna be a seventeen. Okay. All right, so you slam it back, and a fire burns from your mouth down into your belly, and you are quite tipsy. Nice. Yeah. it's it's Stuff is a little bit wavy. The floor's a little bit slanted, but you're still upright and conscious. 
question is, is the whiskey better than the Windigar whiskey I currently have? Perception check. Perception check. Yeah, to see if you can sort of remember what that tastes like, and then... I mean, I have it with me. I can do a tasting, but it, it's a 17. 17. So this Windigar whiskey is a bit smoother, and there's more of a flavor. Like, it has a stronger flavor, but in a good way. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It, it essentially tastes the same, but it's a fuller flavor. Good to know. Can you guys tell? I, I know a lot about whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Leon sort of finishes half his sandwich, and he sets it down. He kills an ale and uh, calls for another one to come over. And then some one of the other barkeeps bring it over real quick for him, and he tosses him a little bit of coin. And uh, he looks at the rest of you, or he looks at you all and says, so it's uh, it's really your call at the end of the day exactly what you want to do. Me, I'm just an asset for y'all. But the guild thought you might be able to do this. What are our other options if we don't join the guild? Well, like I said, we could either try and steal it out from under the noses before they get there, we can talk to Baron Willington and see if he's just willing to, to pot with it. Uh, that seems to be our only other options unless y'all can think of something else. Well, why don't we try talking to Baron Willington before we consider joining the guild? That's not a bad idea. We can certainly do that. Do we have the uh, time? As of right now, it's a little late in the evening to be going knocking on the Baron's door. And with the number of crowns guard that are around there and us looking a mite shifty, I mean, I don't see any robes or, or fanciful garments on y'all, but if we're wandering around the better part of town, questions might get asked, and that's the last thing we want. That's a very good point. So, if you want, we can reconvene a little bit closer to uh, Fancy Town tomorrow morning. It's a fine idea. Excellent. Well, y'all staying up at the Guild Hall uh, quarters? Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. It's all right. It's not too, not too bad. Right up by the god catcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those crazy statues always freak me out. Give me the heebie-jeebies. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and reconvene uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we can just say right by the god catcher. I can get up there pretty quick, and that way y'all aren't wandering lost like little piglets around town. All right. Then we'll see you then. Excellent. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, it's been a, a fine, fun evening, but uh, I've got places to be. I'll see y'all in a bit. He uh, stands up and he begins to walk away and he stops and turns around and looks at you, Oliver. He says, nice to see you, and walks away. Well, you know him, Oliver? No, 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 no I've never seen him before in my life. Oh, it's, it sure seemed like he knew you. Listen. There's something I need to tell you a lot, but we can't do it here. Can we Can we go back up to the guild hall? I don't see why not. Uh, okay. Before we do that, mm -hmm. yeah, out of character, um, just before we go, I want to talk sure. to the, the, the bar, barkeep, about something. Okay, sure. Um, you, you sort of uh, look over towards the bar area, and he's... You know, he's uh, talking to a couple customers, cleaning out glasses, dishing up uh, tankards, and you, you lift your hand and, and sort of gesture him over, and uh, he comes up and he's like, So, how did you like it? 
Well, it was fantastic. Uh, slightly smoother than the last one. Did I detect hints of... Uh, what was that? I can't put my nose on it. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't I'd like know, a gallon. I don't know what you're trying to detect. You'd like one gallon? A gallon. All right. Well, uh, um, you're going to have to remind me. What did I charge you for the uh, other one? I think that was... Eight gold. <laughs> no, it wasn't eight, eight gold. gold. It was eight gold, it was like man. two. No, it was eight gold. Well, I only let Mr. Windigger decide that. <laughs> I just wanted to sort of balance out because I was going to charge you a little bit, a little bit more than what you did. I think it might have been like because. five. Let's call it five and and. All right, well, yeah, uh, gallon of that. We'll uh, we'll call it about eight gold. Eight gold. Your cousin only charged me five. <laughs> and you've tasted why? Well, this is true. Still, I think we can give it to me for seven. Sorry, lad. Going rates eight gold, and I sell it a lot faster than my cousin Going does. Going rates eight gold. When's the last Can't time you sold it. a gallon of this? <laughs> Earlier this morning for a party. <laughs> well, that switched into a weird accent. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Earlier this morning. Too tipsy to argue at this point. Here's your gold. <laughs> All right, so he uh, collects the gold real quick, and then he scuttles off of that. Much obliged, and uh, comes back with a gallon of Windigger whiskey, and he actually also brings out a small flask for ah. you. And it's it's just a small, hard leather uh, flask. Very simple. It's got a, a, re a regular cork on it. He says, listen, because you're such a uh, such an obliging customer, and uh, you seem, you know my cousin, so uh, I'll go ahead and hand this over for free. Usually I charge about uh, 10 or 15 silver for it, so it's not a huge loss for me. I uh, just wanted you to uh, have this with you if you want. Uh, it's much, ap much appreciated, Mr. Tashir. That's right, Tashir Windigger. Tashir. Well, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Now tell me, are there any other Windiggers I should keep my eye out for? Oh, we're uh, we're buried down deep into the into the soil all about this place. Not uh, not necessarily water deep. What the flip is that accent? God. Uh, but you'll uh, you'll find us from uh, southern coast all the way up to the north. But uh, we don't really stick too close together. You get too many Windiggers in one room, you know. Indeed, I'll keep my eye out though. Absolutely. You, you just, uh, if you make your way back up north, uh, you just let my cousin know I said hello and uh, I'll see you in uh, three or four months if, you know, if it's tomorrow that you're there. Yeah, I'll see him in three or four months. We usually like to get together for a uh, for a family party. I will carry the message. At eight. Uh, Eugene's have a good one. Uh, it looks like uh, my boy Leon hooked your tab up, and so you're all good to go. Fantastic. It reminds me of either uh, Hagrid or the dad from How to Train Your Dragon. I can't, I can't decide which one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad at either of those. I'm not mad at either of those. That works for me. That's what Still I picture every ass. time. Every bartender is one of those guys now. That's fine. Well, I mean, most of them are, are most of the bartenders around here are dwarves just by trade. So yeah, he uh, he sort of gives you guys a little wave and uh, waves to Ressi and, and goes back to tending bar. All right, let's uh, head back to the to the guild then. Uh, I'll race you. <laughs> You're on short stuff. All right, let's do this. We're gonna run the whole way. All right, so you guys uh, step out into uh, the cool night air. It's it's roughly about summertime. Don't remember that because I won't. And, uh, and it was a little bit warmer in the daytime, but uh, as the sun has set and 
the and you guys are right by the sea the scent of the sea cascades over the the rooftops and floats around you and the cool air from the ocean makes its way from the southern ward where y'all are and, and sort of works its way up towards the north so you guys are headed up way of the dragon awesome so you guys are going to go ahead and head up north so you carly you and allegrax are running yep mm. yeah why not all right so you guys sort of take off and you guys get about 100 meters ahead of the other two oliver and rain roll me perception checks it's a 13 total okay uh i got a 20 total okay so as you guys are sort of moving uh, along you notice some shadows off to the left and right of you sort of following you as well and rain you actually with that 20 you can count that there are three in total two on your left and two on your right and they're sort of working through the alleyways and back behind buildings but they always seem to be looking at you as you guys are moving okay i'll quietly kind of indicate the shadows and then uh as soon as my compatriots take notice of them i'm gonna fall back just a hair i'll see what you're doing mate i'll keep walking I don't reckon me or uh, Carly. I think you guys are <laughs> notice your subtle. Um, yeah, unfortunately, guys. Yeah, you guys are. I was thinking about like trying to scream and draw your attention, but I don't want to do that. Mm. <laughs> and so you guys keep walking, and these guys are still following you. Rain, you're slowing down and getting some distance between you and Oliver. You're about thirty feet apart from each other. I Basically, I'm, I'm, I'm playing bait seeing okay. if they make a move when i separate gotcha yeah when you get about yeah 30 feet away from oliver three dwarves step in front of you very quickly and they are just on a full-out attack on you and i'll let okay. you get in i'll let you get in one reaction because you saw them i'll let you get in a reaction so if there's an action you want to do as they're coming at you you can, and then um, and then we'll be in combat. And then Oliver, I'll also let you get an action as well. Actually, uh, Oliver, no, 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 because you're keeping watch. You're you're keeping an eye out. So as you guys see these guys move out, Rain make a move, and then Oliver make a move. Okay, so once they come out and they actually engage, like they're co- they're clearly coming at me. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, so two are on your left and one's on your right, and they're just basically sprinting at you out of these alleyways. I'm going to engage uh, whichever one gets to me first. Okay, that'd be uh, one of the ones on your left. I'm going to activate my Dreadful Strikes, which I get to do as a bonus action. My trap card. Um, on each turn. And I'm going to go in with both my swords and attack them. Okay, so go ahead and roll me and attack. Yeah, that's a 14 to a hit. 14? Which probably isn't enough. Normally, it wouldn't, but just based on the the basic stuff, but they're not, they don't have like any gear on. So they, you can see that they're holding like daggers, but they don't have any, they're dressed in just regular clothes. So a 14 actually does hit. You've got his armor class. Oh, cool okay in that case so um with your two so you're hitting with both weapons now the problem is is you have to use a bonus action to attack with a different light melee weapon that you're holding 
So with your dreadful strike, you wouldn't be able to. Wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry, I was just looking so, that up. I hate to bring you down, but no, no, you're right. Yeah, all right. right. Then I'll just I'll just hit the one. Gotcha. So roll me some damage. All right. So it's nine damage for just my sword. Okay. Four psychic damage for my dreadful strike. So how much is that total? Sorry. It's it's a total of thirteen damage. Okay, brain brain broke. So as he's running at you, uh, you're sort of you're you're walking along, and they start sprinting at you. You stop, and with your left hand, you reach across, pull your blade, and in one swift motion, out of the scabbard, a black flame goes across it, and as you drag it across his chest, sort of slitting him across the chest from like shoulder to hip. And uh, he sort of pauses for a second. Uh, uh. And then, uh, Oliver, it's your go. So I saw all that stuff happening. Yeah, as soon as just, as like, soon as you heard them running, because you were listening, you were paying attention, you heard them. I mean, they're, they're not quiet. They're drunk dwarves. So, okay. I mean, they weren't very sneaky either. If you guys had gotten a 10, you would have seen them. And so you, you can you can turn around and you're 30 feet away which I think is like your movement speed. So if you wanted to get up there, you could. But, the walking uh, speed's 25 feet. You can get five feet away from one of them. Brought, brought myself down on that. <laughs> I wasn't even going to check, man. Everybody's is 30, except for halflings and goblins. Apparently. Well, a little guy. And slugs and ooze. Anyways, so yeah, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I was going to yell for Carly and Alagrax, but I think we can take them considering they're just some drunk dwarves. So I'm just going to draw my Sharbow and go for the one that's closest to me. So, I mean, they're they're all essentially the same away from you. You did see Rain slice one, so do you want to aim for that one? Yeah, I'll go for that one. Okay, roll me a attack, a ranged attack. Oof, not good. Seven plus five, 13. 13 unfortunately that does not hit so you you hear them running you whip a arrow out you pull your bow down and you turn and you're still your feet are facing forward but you turn and look behind you so your upper torso is turning and you loose an arrow and unfortunately because uh, you couldn't turn around completely uh, your arrow does go a little bit wide and uh, cuts right in between the two that are charging rain so let's go ahead and roll some initiative Oh, I get to roll something. 14. 14. Okay. And rain? Nine. Nine. And I'm just going to roll for all three of them. Oh, no. It was almost an eight. <laughs> that was the most gentle roll of my life. Okay. So the dwarves are going to go first, and the three of them are basically converging on rain. Rain, you do not have good luck, my man. No, everything wants to kill me, and I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm I'm such a nice guy. I have nothing against you, I swear to God. And so the first one that you you cut in the chest is going to take a swing at you, and he is going to connect with you. So he got a 16. No, sorry, he got a 15. Does that hit your armor class? Yes, that hits my armor class. Okay, so he's going to come down with his... So he's just got a little dagger, so he's going to make a little stabby at you. And he did three damage to you. So he comes up and he sort of just like quick jabs you in in your arm. 
and pierces it real quick and draws it back. The next dwarf is going to come and attack you, and a eight does not hit. So he sort of is trying to get around his buddy to get at you, and he can't really reach all the way around. So he sort of just is trying to slash at you, but totally whips it. And then the one on your right is coming up to attack. And dang, they got bad rolls. He got an 11, so he saw the arrow flip by. And so he got a little bit distracted as he was coming in. And he just sort of cuts like right in front of you, but definitely misses his attack as well. So now we're going to go to... So um, how much damage was that? Just three. You got three damage. All right. And now we're going to go to you, Rain, I do believe. Okay. I'm gonna hit them again. Okay. This time I'm just I'm just two weapon fighting. I'm not gonna activate my. Uh, okay, so my you're gonna ability. use your bonus action. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, ooh, not twenty. Not twenty. Okay, so you're using both of your swords on the same guy that you attacked originally. It's a well. I have to roll for yeah. I have to roll for both swings. Okay, so the so first one's a nat twenty. The first one's a nat twenty. The second one is a twenty-three. Holy. I Crap, dude. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, both of those both of those connect. So roll me some damage real quick. Alright. First one is six damage. Okay. Second one is five damage. Okay, eleven and the before that it was thirteen, right? Yeah. Oh, and I, I told you wrong, that second swing is an eighteen. I added what I shouldn't have. So Okay, you're fine, that's second... still that's still hit. Yeah. Let's see the uh, total damage of eleven. Total damage of 11. Okay, and that makes, with the 13 from before, 24. You, so you come back across and with your uh, with your left-handed sword as you're pulling out your second and do a double slash, sort of creating an, an odd X on his chest. And you start, to, and you begin to see like a dark pool of blood start to appear on the front of his tunic. And he is not looking very good. He's still up, but he's not looking very good. Jesus, healthy son of a bitch. Out little guys. And so now we're going to go to uh, Oliver. All right. You didn't forget me this time. There's only three turns. <laughs> <laughs> I, only no. have, I only have to deal with three NPCs and they're all punching rain in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to change that right now. Okay. Oh, you guys are just going to just talk to each other. That's cute. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what do you, you want to do? Okay. So I'm going to use my cunning action. Okay. Take a bonus action on each of your turns to use the dash, dish, engage, or hide. And mm -hmm. I'm going to dash up to, let's say, one of the healthy ones. Okay. And then... Uh, right or left side? Uh, let's go right. Okay, so that'd be the single one. I'm going off of Rain's perspective. Okay. Yeah. So that's just the solo one who, who whiffed his attack. Okay. All right, so the cunning action is a bonus action. And then with my... with And then I'm going to sneak attack which okay. is no action, and just sink my freaking daggers right into his back. Sneak attack you don't need an action to do? Oh, you took your bonus no. action to, to dash, and then your sneak attack is your action. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's basically you just have to attack. And if you hit, you can deal an extra 2d6 of damage. That is if you have advantage on the attack roll, if another enemy of the target is within five feet, so you're fine. Yeah, because Rain's right there. So go ahead and what are you attacking with? Just your, your dagger or your short yeah, sword? Yeah, my two daggers. Okay. I don't know if you want to count it as two weapon fighting because I'm going to do it at the same time, but um, yeah, your call. Yeah, well, well, if you want to use both of them and you want to do two weapon fighting, 
you wouldn't be able to because you used your bonus action because you want to use your bonus action oh, okay. to sneak attack oh you know what i don't even have my daggers equipped so nix the daggers short sword okay and then i got a 14 plus 5 so 19 okay so that definitely hits so roll me some damage all right let's say six sixth damage to the gentleman on the right and then it won't be a sneak attack because short sword's not finesse weapon finesse or range weapon is it not no, it's a melee. Yeah. That's a bummer. We okay. me lose some. There you go. You'll get them next time. I mean, you can drop your sword sword and just grab your daggers out next time if you want to. Yeah. As like a yeah, I'm actually going to switch that over. Free right action now. or something. Sorry, I, I've been playing with your character. Shoot, shouldn't be. Are your, are your max hit points eight? No, I was just looking at that too. They, okay. were, they were like 14. Yeah, I don't know why they're like, eight. So figure out whatever. You guys just text D&Ding now? <laughs> figure out whatever uh whatever you want you gotta keep busy man should be um yeah i didn't plan on on you two running away so uh, i mean i'm wearing heavy armor how far could dun, i, could, dun, could dun, I dun, run? you got 100 yards ahead it is the dwarves turn and the one on the right of rain doesn't like that you did a little stabby stabby on it so he's gonna take a swing at you and does a 15 hit yes and he's swinging at Oliver. Uh, so and my armor class is 14. Yeah, so he got a 15. He got you, so he's going to take a little stab at you. Uh, he got three damage. All right. Um, so he stabs you right sort of in the shoulder and uh, punctures you. And then the other two are going to take swings at you, Rain. First one got a 13, so that's no good. And then the second one... <laughs> he rolled a two, so that's not going to be either. So they both, uh, with their daggers, they're just <laughs> just uh, completely whiffing it. So let's pop back over to Rain. It is now your turn. <laughs> you guys got to stop. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> if only this came through on the podcast. <laughs> it's it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right so rain what do you uh, want to do i'm i'm gonna finish the guy i started on okay see if i can take him down yeah go ahead and take a swing 15 for the first one that hits and two for the second one so the second one whiffs whiffs so, so roll me damage for the first one uh it's gonna be eight eight damage so you're gonna pull back both of your swords and try to go for like a double stab uh into his stomach and and one of them sort of they sort of bang off of each other as you're going in and one of them sort of cuts him along the side uh it's like a flat blade and it sort of cuts him along the side and the other one just misses completely uh and he looks bad but he is still standing good lord man these guys are they're dwarves man they're stocky all right, so Oliver, it is your turn. Done over 30 damage to this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the guy that just stabbed me. I'm just going to swing low and try to get him across the freaking, like, thighs. Okay, you're just uh, with your daggers? Uh, no, I still have my short sword out, so I'll just keep my short sword out. Okay, make me an attack roll. <laughs> Natural one, but... I have oh, you're a halfling, yeah. Because I'm a halfling, yeah, so I get to re-roll that. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'm glad I did, because that's a 12 plus 5, 17. 
Yep, uh, that is a hit. Roll me some damage. Excellent. Well, one plus three, four. All right, so you take your little you take your little sword and and you go for a leg cut and you catch a bunch of the cloth, but you still manage to uh, get in there and sort of slice it. So now it is the dwarf's turn again, and as the uh, as two of them are rearing back to attack Rain again, you hear a whoop whoop, and they fall to the ground prone. And standing behind them is Leon. And he turns to the last one and he says, Now, do you think this is a really good idea for you? The gods are on their way, and I'd hate to have to describe why I've got three corpses sitting at my feet. Why don't you go ahead and drag your buddies home? And I'll roll an intimidation check for him. Oh, yeah. And so the, uh, the dwarf, uh, who has been looking right at Oliver, hears his voice and he turns and a, and a rage builds up in him and then he sees his two buddies laying uh, laying on the ground and uh, he, he drops his dagger and, and goes pale. So pale you can see it through his beard. And he Whoa. he goes and he, he starts to grab the other two by the arms and, and just sort of like is slow dragging away, like having a really rough time dragging his buddies away. But he, he slowly makes his way uh, into an alley and, and Leon turns to you too and says, well now, I didn't really think y'all would need an escort, but uh, I can see you the rest of the way to the Adventurers Guild, if you'd like. No, you know, mate, I think we'll do okay. I feel like we're handling ourselves pretty fine. <laughs> yeah, don't I know it. But uh, we need to get y'all to sleep, and I need y'all to be in fit top shape. Speaking of fit, I knew dwarves are healthy, but damn. Yeah, they're stocky sons of, sons of guns. Yeah, those boys can definitely pack a punch. That's right. I'm trying to avoid sounding awkward. <laughs> well, aren't we all? <laughs> he says, well, now, if y'all need any more help, you just send for me, and I'll be there quick as a whistle. But if y'all say you've got it, you've got it, and I'll let y'all go on about your night. Try not to get into any more fights while I'm gone, yeah? Thank you kindly. No problem. And gives you a, gives you a little bit of a look, and... You know, reaches out his hand to shake reins. I shake his hand. All right, y'all have a good evening now. And uh, he twirls his bow staff that he knocked them out with and goes about sort of whistling down the road. Just <laughs> He just sort of uh, <laughs> vanishes into the distance. Well, okay then. Let's get back to the adventures. Let's get back to the guild hall. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Where do you think Carly and Allegrax went to? You can just hear in the well, distance. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Jack, have you been reading the chat? No, I've, I've been trying to focus on the freaking game. Dude, <laughs> read the chat. I will, I'll, I'll, read it, I'll read it later. We're in a tight schedule right now. No, 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 right it's, important. It's, I'll, important. I'll, I'll, it's important. It is important. Uh, none, none of our. This is great for an audio medium. <laughs> I'm not going to spend 30 seconds with blank silence. So let's let's get we'll Oliver. Just explain and, it. Let's, let's get Oliver and Rain. Narrate. Let's well, let's get Oliver and Rain back, and then if you guys want to explain it in character, I think that'd be better. Side quest. <laughs> yeah. Get them back to the front, and then uh, we'll take over from there. Yeah. Well, you got to let me. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. 
Uh, so you guys make your way uh, down the road and, and you pass the the market on your left and everything's closed up for the night. There's a few uh, torches burning. You see a few uh, crowns guards standing around. You know, Waterdeep at, at this area is is pretty chill. So, you know, they're they've got a they've got an easy shift is, is what they think. And one of them sort of rolling some tobacco. Uh, the other ones sort of standing and looking around. They're chatting a little bit. And you make your way past, and and you hear you overhear a brief conversation. Well, at least you know we're not sent out to the front lines there. Yeah, that's right. We're stuck here, standing around, doing nothing. Super bored. Hey, we could be out there dying. You know, my brother's not coming back. And and you guys keep walking, and it sort of fades away. Um, you guys uh, come up to the God Catcher and see the large statue in front of you again and look at the uh, front of the guild hall and make your way in. So Carly and and Allegrax, where are you guys right now? I'm hiding behind a bush giggling because because we were going to scare them on their way in. Yeah. Okay, we can roll it back. They, uh, I mean, they're making their way yeah. in right now. Can we just narrate what we were talking about on the way back? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we can, we can have you guys do a conversation. So you guys, you guys are sort of running down the road, full sprint, uh, wind blowing past your face. Uh, you do scare a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, people who are still closing up their shops or just late goers. And they, they're startled to see, you know, a fire genasi and a full plated dragonborn running through the street, <laughs> just pell-mell like a bunch of kids and uh, just giggling to themselves, I'm assuming. And uh, and so you guys uh, make your way past a great drunkard. You guys took a couple of side streets and make your way past a great drunkard. So uh, how you doing, Carly? Uh, uh, I'm doing great. Uh, how are you doing? Fantastic. Hey, uh, can we stop running for a second? I just realized I'm drunk and wearing heavy armor. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I think I, I realized we left everybody behind. Yeah, they are awfully slow oh oh yeah we're way faster than them which is strange again heavy armor anyway want some whiskey oh yeah yeah uh just a sip though it's pretty strong are you going for the uh two stool or the tashir uh the tashir is a good sandwich whiskey i think i'll go for the tussle (laughs) (sighs) oh yeah oh man that's that's pretty good Oh jeez, are you are you tipsy too now? All right, now you gotta oh. try the tashir. Uh, sh- should we go back and, and, and try to scare the others by sneaking up on them? It would be hilarious. Oh yeah, sure, Carly. Let me just sneak up on them in my heavy armor. <laughs> you're drunk, man. What? Uh, you're pretty sneaky though. Uh, uh, you're good. Uh, but you are sneaky and smart. Tell you what, let's hide outside the adventurers guild and pretend to attack them they they haven't seen any action in a while might be good for a laugh oh yeah oh, that's a great idea uh, you're in the background they'll have a great laugh I, I just know it i mean we've had a pretty boring few days i haven't gotten to a single fight in like three episodes days days um i mean days <laughs> Oh, yeah, since it's a first person attack, nothing has really happened, has it? Uh, well, I did get hit on, hit pretty hard on the head, and I almost died. True, true. You know, I wonder what those angry dwarves are up to. Yeah, they're, they're pretty mean. 
They weren't very happy about our uh, about our interrupting them. You gotta say, I liked some of them though. I hope they're doing all right. Uh, I think they should have caught up with us by now. Do Do you think they went back for some of that whiskey? It's possible. Uh, they're dummies though. You You have two gallons of it. I mean that's true, but who said I'm sharing? Anyways, let's hide. I think we're I think we're here now. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll go behind this bush here. <laughs> all right, I'm uh, I'm gonna be behind the statue. <clears throat> can you see me? I can I can always see you. You're huge. Well, maybe uh, just no. a shadow. I think I'm well hidden. Uh, what? Do you, where do you think they went to? Uh, I, I I don't know. Hey. Hey, I, I think they need to work on their cardio. Shh, wait, I think they're coming. Yeah, yeah, here they are, here they are. All right, so, uh, um, <laughs> so Oliver and Rain. Oh my God, Oliver and Rain uh, <laughs> turn the corner, coming into the uh, the main thoroughfare and start heading towards the Adventures Guild. Why don't you uh, both roll me perception check? Oh, you guys are going to love this. 17 for my perception check. I got a 5. Uh, Carly, I need you to roll me a stealth check. 11. Okay. So, Rain, you are you guys are approaching, and you can see the uh, top of Carly's hair poking out from behind a bush, and you can hear some very <laughs> soft giggling coming from it. <laughs> I, I quietly bend down. I'm going to pick up the biggest rock I could hold in my hand, and I'm just going to baseball pitch it at the bush. Okay, roll me an attack throw. <laughs> Y'all got to stop throwing stuff at each other. <laughs> uh, what is that? Is that going to just a chunk something? Was that a dexterity throw? Or... Uh, yeah, just a just a basic dexterity throw. I mean, it's, it's I think it's an improvised weapon, but I, I don't want to All right. right now. So I'll just say it's my dexterity, so 20. Okay, that definitely that definitely hits. So Carly, you're behind the bush giggling a little tipsy and, and all of a sudden you hear and, and a rock just beans you in the side of the head. Uh Rain, roll me damage at just a D4. Four. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the rock catches Carly like just inside of the head, and and um, <laughs> Maxim. What Holy do you do? Don't see me. Oh, oh man, not again! Minotaurs and what the? What was that? Oh, I'd like to jump out from behind the statue and grapple one of them. <laughs> Alright, uh, Oliver's on the left side, so... <laughs> the way I was envisioning it is Oliver was on the left, Ram was on the right, you guys walking up. Roll me a, roll me a strength check, I do believe it is, for grapple. That's gonna be a 21. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, Oliver, I think you get an opposing... I'm not super familiar, but I think you get opposing to sort of resist it. Okay. So go yeah, ahead and roll my minus out. one. Yeah, good luck. You can't... You can't 18. I mean, you still can't get. I mean, I put up a fight. Uh, you put up a fight, so like, uh, 
so this big shadow just comes out from around the statue and like grabs you and uh you sort of you like push off of his hands for a second but he's, he's just too big and he envelops you in basically this giant hug and, and has you up off of the ground <laughs> oh you fucking bloody lizard what are you doing put me down do i notice that he looks beat up or uh perception check that's gonna be an eight uh no you don't uh so he to, to you he, he looks tired but it's understandable after the long day that y'all have had already because it is getting quite late in the evening. Yeah, I just have a, a stab wound in my shoulder. <laughs> I'm going to set him down and chuckle just like, ah, but you thought you were in danger. Who the bloody hell were you guys? We fought three dwarves by ourselves. What? Yeah. Making our we way here. Attacked. Why didn't we were why attacked? Didn't we were Oh, oh. <laughs> oh! I think I got some major stuff going on here, guys. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Walk it off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap Carly with some, with some healing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, slap Carly healing with some word healing. right across the face. <laughs> Lay on hands. <laughs> Lay on my hands. Y'all are about to go to sleep, but yeah, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Did neither of you think it was weird that it took us so long to follow you? I mean, seriously, you're in full, like, armor. Carly's, well, Carly, but, like, come on. Well, I thought you got to work on your cardio a bit. My cardio was a bit fun. strange. We thought you went back for more whiskey. Hey, I sniff at Carly a bit. Sounds like you, or smells like you have been. <laughs> no, no. Yes, Wait, yeah, so I did. <laughs> you were attacked by dwarves, then. Yeah, I mean... They're the ones we chased off from Leon. The, the mean yeah. ones? We were yeah. wondering what happened to them. Yeah, Olograx said he actually liked them. Oh, they had a certain charm to them, but... They're healthy, I'll give them that. Well, not so much after Leon was done with them. Leon? He showed up again? Yeah, yeah, he showed up. We about had him, Strange. and then he... He just showed up out of nowhere and knocked two of them out and made the third one drag them to drag them home. All right, you totally had it covered though. Yes. Yeah, you guys seem to do pretty good on that. But why are you throwing rocks, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, Carly. I don't know what you're talking about. That rock just it appeared. It, it surprised me as much as you. No idea where it came from. <sighs> you're a bad liar. Anyway, let's uh. Glad you guys are safe. Let's, uh, I don't know, go to sleep. Yeah, I, I should definitely sleep after getting uh, two concussions within a couple hours, for sure. Well, why don't we go on up and uh, before before we head to bed, let's uh, let's have a talk. The four of us over over sure. in my room. It's probably okay. the best. Yep. All right, so you guys uh, head on inside and uh, up the stairs and uh, head on over to uh, Oliver's room. And you walk in. Okay. Is there a lock on the door? Uh, I think I said there weren't last time. Yeah, they didn't lock. Yeah, they I'm don't. just going to sit in front okay. of the door. They were Perfect. magical, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically the keys themselves allow you into the room. So there's not a physical lock on them. It's sort of like when you get within a certain range, the door, the barrier to the door is able to open up based on the charm of the key. And once you're inside, it seals up again. Let's just okay. let's say that. That was way too much, but yeah. <laughs> so okay. So we go in 
and I'm Oliver. Well, Allegrax sits in front of the door. Uh, Oliver will go to any windows, make sure that they're blocked up and covered, and that no one can hear. You guys are on inside the, the room, the second floor, and there are some curtains over the window. Okay, so listen up, mates. Let's let's just say I, I head towards a spot where I won't be seen by the windows. It's something that I've been like. So we've been we've been in the adventure guild for a while now, and I, I feel like there's something I've been hiding and that I need to come clean about. And also, it may very well affect our decision with this mission tomorrow. And Oliver lowers his hood, and you see the face of a 14-year-old boy. Holy crap. Man, I I thought you'd have a mustache. Yeah, no, oh. no, I'm not. Uh, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect you to be so clean-shaven. Yeah, well, I, I haven't really grown facial hair yet, so... You know, I just, that's not really any of my worry right now. <laughs> Why can't you grow it? <laughs> God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> now we're getting to the real questions. This is the real stuff, man. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start from the beginning. The earliest memory I have is of my mother. She had the kindest smile and bright green eyes. I had very little knowledge of life, but I was certain that I was safe with her. She loved my father and I so much. So much that when my father joined the Thieves' Guild, she was willingly sold into slavery as a debt to the Guild. She gave her freedom so that my father and I could have a chance to live comfortably, something that my parents never had. My father and I were welcomed into the Guild with open arms. He learned the arts of stealth quickly and we adapted to our new family. My father would occasionally leave, but I was never worried because I knew in my heart that he would always return, and usually with bags full of jewels. But one night, as I was falling asleep, my father's partner, who I only knew as the serpent, came bursting in. I couldn't hear anything that they were saying, but I did hear him mutter the word Olivia, which I knew was my mother's name. He had found her. I sat up in excitement, but as soon as I sat up, my father had his hands on my shoulders, and he told me to go back to bed, that he would return, and he vanished. The next morning I woke up, and my father's partner was there, but my father wasn't. He was panicked, and he told me that I needed to run. I don't know the full details, but apparently to barter for my mother's freedom, the serpent stole something valuable from the Waterdeep Guild branch's leader, and I was no longer safe in the guild. He taught me the illusion spell that I used to hide my face and voice. I left my home and join the Adventurers Guild in hopes that I'll someday find my parents. I'm also falling back into the cloaked voice. <laughs> I know it's, you sound I know pretty it's a bit young. heavy. Huh. Well, yes, I'm, I am young. I'm 14. When what? I joined the Adventurers Guild was right after all that happened. I've been with the Guild for about nine months. It's an incredible story. So how does this affect our mission? Our missions with the Thieves Guild that I was part of, Carly. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. So you might well be recognized. I, I will very well be recognized. I think Leon's already recognized me. I don't remember him, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't remember me. That could complicate things. Could make dealing with the Guild very hard. 
what if I, I played a game once? What if you uh what if you acted like you took off and you had to do something and you left town, but you're actually sneaking around because you're pretty sneaky and, and you, you take a look at things for us and and uh you're not in danger and we, we do our mission. But you're right there just in case. Well yeah, I'm always gonna be here. I'll always be close. But I do think that I need to be very wary of who I see and talk to and who sees me. And I can I can use my magic to hide that mostly. But really that's up to our DM. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the gods. Yes, the god that really that's up to the gods. Precisely. <laughs> Listen, this terribly sorry to hear all that happened but none of that should matter if we're able to convince the baron to hand over the item willingly we won't even have to interact with the guild at all and I, if I we can't truly hope that's the case if we can't then we'll decide what to do from there sounds good to me in any case we've got your back yeah uh if somebody tries to hurt you i will burn them alive and I just stare at him. <laughs> it's kind of what we've already been doing, but we'll keep doing that, yeah. Thank you, my friends. Think nothing of it. Right. And just so you guys know, I will still have my hood up and be entirely cloaked, like, most of the time. Understandable. Right, that's some fairly heavy note to go to sleep on, but anybody have anything else they need to say? All right, I am going to stories. send you guys to bed. Go bed. Go bed. Yeah, I really Fine. need to recover because I almost died again. Yeah, you got you were so close Jesus. to death so many times. <laughs> I was I was pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. You guys bed down for the evening and a a restless sleep is over Oliver. Um no more crazy visions this evening or, you know, words spoken to you or anything like that. Everybody gets a pretty decent night sleep the sun comes up and you guys uh, awaken to the sun rising what do you do I'm gonna fight the sun roll me an attack roll <laughs> roll me a ranged attack roll you're at four disadvantages <laughs> come on a, put up them dukes if you get an right, after then, one i will kill you then uh then vow of enmity i get advantage on one of those disadvantages <laughs> so, it's just, so you have three disadvantages all right. I could um, totally do that. So what do you guys do? I get up and knock on everybody's door to wake them up. Oh, good morning. Hello. Hello, guys. Good morning. Let's uh, let's get to this mission. Come on. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm going to wander downstairs and go outside. Actually, I'm going to wander downstairs, say hello to Pringles, and then go outside. Okay. A... I want to look at Pringles' oh. book, what he's writing in all the time. I want to see what it says. Okay, as as you approach uh, the desk, he closes the book and looks up at you and goes, Yes? Uh, what are you writing? Are, are you an author? I'm writing personal notes and business notes at the same time. That's how it's boring, and I just wa I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He just um, he waits until you're away and then goes back to writing in his book. Well, good morning, Pringles. Good morning, sir. I'm going to walk outside. Okay. Stand in front of the god catcher. All right. Uh, as you walk outside, you see uh, Leon 
sort of leaning up against he's sitting on the base of a statue and and, and resting up against it uh his bow staff at his side or his regular staff i don't know what makes it a bow staff at his side good morning morning Leon. good morning y'all make it back all right yeah yeah my head hurts well, you know, Wendigo whiskey will do that too if you're not. Prepared. No, it was a it was a rock and a minotaur. Did a minotaur but, di- different things though? Completely without incident. All right. Well, good to know. Good to know. I suppose. Let's uh, let's keep those incidents down a little bit. How about that? Well, occupational hazard. Yeah, I'd like to keep that down a little bit just for now. Carly is an occupational hazard. But Carly, every time you get knocked in the head, I get a discount on something. Well, you should be making, uh, you should be cleaning up around here then by the sound of it. <laughs> uh, getting there. All right. Anyhow. Excellent. Where's your, uh, your shorter and, and better looking compatriots? I'm coming out right now. Walking Where out are our shorter that. compatriots? Oh, better oh, looking. Oh. You must have been talking about me. Well, there's my buddy. There's my little buddy. Put my hand up for a high five. I, I come out. Oh, high five it. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> now, y'all two doing all right? Looked a little bit worse for wear after uh, you're running with our friends the, uh, last evening. Oh, I'm fine. He just he got me in the shoulder somewhat good, but I'm all right. Yes, Leon, I heard you. I heard you saved their, uh, saved their asses there. Well, now, they... Uh, they probably had it well in hand, but you know me. I uh, well, you may not know me, but you'll learn. I I do love to show off just a little bit that here and there. I give Allegrax a very menacing look when he says that. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> well, I mean, the, his eye shape changes, kind of like Spider-Man, you know. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. So he can convey menacing. some emotion. <laughs> a menacing look right back at you. All uh, right. Well, uh, what did you uh, gentlemen decide the play was? Oh, right. We didn't really talk about it. Yeah. We're going to talk to the Baron. Going to just go right up and talk to him, see how he's doing, ask him about the wife, the family, the kids. Well, th- well that's how I do it. Do you do it different? Yes. It's precisely what we're doing. Well, like I said, y'all are running the show. So, uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, head on over to his abode. And uh, he sort of hops down from the statue, picks up his staff, and, and throws it into his, his sling that he carries on his back and uh, begins to mosey on over uh, towards the northeast, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, so he heads uh, towards the northeast, just past the Godcatcher, and up... Um, what street is this? Sewell, Sewell Street. You guys see a street sign that says Sewell Street. And he's just sort of walking along. And, and uh, So how long have y'all been in the guild for? few months yeah not too long still a little wet behind the ears you know what i mean we looked out with the best group ever right i just sort of stumbled into it works out though yeah it tends to here there well good glad y'all are uh all on the same uh wavelength there and uh you guys are sort of passing by uh houses and and as you go further and further north um, it gets, you know, fancier and fancier, and the, the lots are spread out a lot more. There's rolling estates and just massive mansions that begin to uh, appear on either side of you as you guys continue on. And the presence of the Crowns Guard, you notice, increases as you guys make your way through here. So 
there's you know like one or two every street there's they work in pairs so there's like two or four uh every street on either side you eventually come to come to a large uh, estate and uh, hey, hey leon leon stops in front of it yes uh before we go in is there anything we should know about the baron because i uh, I've met some pretty bad people where if you just walk up to them, it's bad news right off the bat. Well, now that would have been good information to have given you beforehand. Uh, the Baron Wellington's not uh, not too friendly with those of the lower class, but he's not overall, you know, a, a rude or a unsightly person. He's generally polite, and uh, one of his his main hobbies is usually uh, expeditions. So he'll uh, he'll head up to the north every once in a while there, and uh, you know he likes to explore the high ice. If y'all have ever been up in there, he's been to the high forest before. Uh, just a couple places, the uh, the plain of standing of standing stones. So he's he's been all over the place now, and uh, he really enjoys getting out when he can. Well, when he's on expeditions, does he does he hunt? What's what's his hobbies other than exploring? Mostly just that, exploring, looking around, seeing what's going on in different parts of the world. Now, well, I know y'all right. are sort of a little bit younger, and and you're just getting your your toes wet, so to speak. But uh, sometimes just seeing the world is enough. For me, it wasn't. For him, it might be. Indeed. Now, listen, Carly. Uh-huh. I've got I've got an idea for you. All right. This guy's going to take some uh some skill on your part. You think you can handle this? I got some pretty good skill. All right. All right. So here's my idea, right? When we go in there, I want you to play the strong silent type. Emphasis on the silent, right? <laughs> We're going to go in there. I want you to say not a word unless unless you're asked to by the baron. Yeah, then then you can speak. Don't be weird. Yeah, we need the uh, the strong, silent type, and I really think yeah, you know, I, th- I think think Oliver and uh, and Rain agree. Yeah, you know, you're the best to fill that role right now. Uh, well, uh, my skills encompass knowing when people are talking down to me, and uh, I know when to not talk stupid. So I I will be quiet because the mission's pretty important, but uh, I do get excited. So be careful. Just to keep keep a special focus on that. We're we're really counting on you here. Yeah, yeah, I I might be older than you. I don't know, but uh, I'm keeping my eye on you. All right, Carly. As long as you, you know, use mo- mostly your eyes and not as much of that mouth. We got this. Let's do this. Right. And I think I'm just I'm talking to Oliver just about jibber jabber. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Leon uh, turns away from the group and walks up to one of the two uh, crowns guard and sort of talks to him in a few low whispers. And uh, uh, one of the uh, crowns guard sort of straightens up really quick and um, and makes a, a quick headway towards the house. And after a few moments, he starts heading back, leading a a very very well dressed uh, gnome with um he's got spectacles on and a very nice uh you know the cab driver hats he's got one of those and he trots out to leon and leon looks at you guys and sort of waves you over let's follow mm-hmm. now uh mr sorry 
Baron Willington. These were the uh, gentlemen I told you about, and, and they've got a they've got a, a few questions for you if you don't mind uh, them asking. Now we are well aware of the expedition you recently took into uh, the high ice, and a certain item that you may have brought back with you. And uh, Baron Wellington looks around really quick. Shh! Be quiet! Everybody can know about that. I told you, be quiet about it. And uh, he looks at either of his guards, uh, just sort of just a real quick, real quick look. And he says, why don't you two, um, why don't you two gentlemen take a walk for a bit? And the two crowns guard look at each other, shrudge, and then uh, slowly make their way up the street, trying to, you can tell they're trying to stay within earshot, but uh, they do move off eventually. Now, you said you knew about my expedition, but that is private information. I don't want it getting around. Now, what do you have to ask me? Go on, what? Right, uh, Baron Wellington, we're, we've been informed that you've recently come into possession of the item Leon previously mentioned of clearly high importance and high secrecy. Yes, uh, We so. have reason to believe that I'll be getting to that. We have reason to believe that you may be the victim of a heist in the near future by the local thieves guilds targeting this specific item. And that's the last thing we want. At the uh, at the mention of the thieves guild, he uh, busts out laughing. <laughs> Those ruffians! Cads! Amateurs! Right, well, this is, uh, this may be true, but they have a very, very good track record of preying on victims quite, quite like yourself and stealing very high-value items. Uh, what makes you so sure you'd be different? Listen, not only do I have the crowns guard guarding the outer perimeter of my house, I have my own private security staff that patrol, and I have vetted them all very well myself personally so there's no possible way for anybody to get in my house remains locked up tight and it shall remain so it doesn't matter mate does it matter does it matter excuse me do you know who no. you're talking to i'm you got, Baron you, name, you, you know do you know who who's talking okay that, that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know okay no i've never met you before <laughs> Now listen here, man. I, I lean in. I grab him by the shirt. You listen here. Unhand me. Unhand me right now. No, guards! you guards! listen. I let him go. The guards. But I, I remain turn close. Turn around, and the guards start coming back towards you. I put my hands down at my sides, show that I don't mean heart. No, he, don't mean aggression. He puts up a hand to sort of hold them off just for a second. No one is safe from Xanathar. Xanathar. Xanathar? Xanathar hasn't been spoken about in years, my good man. That doesn't mean he's not out there. Yeah, out there, he won't be in here, I assure you. My private security... How, how are you so sure that, mate? How are, you sure, how are you so sure that he's not watching you right now? Listen, I'm not going to run through all of my security measures with someone I just met who's demanding everything from me without giving me any guarantee of its safety. Well, we're guaranteeing safety. We're at the Adventurers Guild. We'll definitely make sure it's going to be safe. Yes, and it looks like an ocean has hit the back of your head. You're still so wet behind the ears. <laughs> and he looks up. He looks up at Leon. Uh, this is who you brought to talk to me with? These cards and ruffians? Ben, 
I'd uh, appreciate it if you refrain from calling my friends and I ruffians. We simply want what's best for you and your assets. Now, what my question is, is what makes you think that this Xanathar, who hasn't been spoken of for so long, would just sit by idly and allow you to possess such an important item as, as the one you have? Are you really so daft or so wet behind the ears, as you say, to think that this wouldn't draw attention? Liam, you bring these people to me, you ask for a favor, and yet all they do is stand here and insult my intelligence. They grab me and rough me up. I won't have it. Gentlemen, good day. And he turns and uh, begins to walk up to his house. You can see him walking up this long path to his mansion, and he speaks to several of the security guards uh, standing beside uh, his front door. He points at you guys, and they begin moving towards you. Okay, uh, I'm going to yell, oh, oh, hey, hey, Baron, hey, Baron. He yells back. Hey. I mean, he's like 50 yards away, but he yells back. Hey, what? oh, I'm pretty loud. Hey, uh, yeah, I heard you're a pretty amazing adventurer, and uh, you go on expeditions. Uh, can you just, have you been to the Great Glacier as well? I've always wanted to go there, and, and no one's ever told me about it. He looks back at you, and he says, Now is not the time for stories, young man. No, I, uh, I I don't care about all this stuff right now. You you are you're walking away, but uh, a friendly conversation is always cool. Uh, do you mind? Do you have a few minutes? No, I do not. Good day. And he H- how about goes later? Inside and slams the door. Uh, the two guards uh, walk up to you, and they sort of whistle. And the uh, the crowns guard come up is begin to come over as well. They say, "Roy, listen, you're not welcome here on this property anymore." So if you could kindly, any gestures, move along. How many of them are there? Don't do it, man. <laughs> Trying to start. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I just thought, I, I'm not planning anything. I just <laughs> want to know how many there are. Um, so there are two standing in front of you right now. And then those are his private security guards. They are wearing dark red armor. It's, it's not full plate mail, but it is uh, metal armor. It's like half plate, I guess. And then the crowns guard coming up to you have brilliant gold full plate mail on. Uh, without helmets, I guess, if it matters. How strong do these guys look? They don't look weak. They're <laughs> they're basically a, a private security team. Um, so imagine like imagine like a uh, like a mercenary group in in real life. How they sort of pick and choose their guys based on strength and and a lot of a lot of the security teams in here are looks. They're to dissuade people. So these guys are beefy and big i would like to cast a minor illusion it's gonna be watermelon head dancing on allegrax's shoulder oh (laughs) we need to lighten the mood a bit so uh they sort of look at that hey guys check this out we met this guy he was hilarious right if you don't move along we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move you along please please move along all right very well uh, the other two crowns guards sort of get up to you guys and says, uh, you know, the problem here? No, uh, no, there's no problem. We were just leaving. Right. Well, come on, man. We'll see you then. And they, they nod to the two uh, guards and uh, they go back to the post and the crowns guard stand post. And uh, sort of they watch you as you guys uh, take off sort of south. 
Before we go, can I uh, do a perception check just to check out the area, see if there's any way we can sneak in later? Thank you. Jeez, yes, please. This is as close as you're going to get in broad daylight. Roll me a perception check. I was going to get to that. <laughs> okay, roll me a perception check. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh roll my, my own. God. Crit one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's a no. Uh, so I, I got a 15 on mine. Do I okay. get anything? So, Carly, you are sort of distracted by your own uh, dancing watermelon head as you yeah, sort of around. And uh, you're sort of watching it as you walk away and you stumble a little bit. And so you're not able to really take in any of the surroundings. Rain, yes, you do notice that there are two guards at the mansion. The mansion is a two-story house, from what you can tell. There are limited windows on the upper floor, and there are quite a few windows on the bottom. The entire perimeter has a 10-foot wall around it. You don't notice like any guard stationed up top. You do notice that off to the right, way down, excuse me, in, on the property, there are two other uh, red-clad security members sort of patrolling, and on the left, there are two sort of patrolling around. Okay. And that's sort of, I think, I mean, that's that's probably as good as you're going to get right now. How how crowded are the buildings? Like, is this is this mansion off by itself? Is it like in the middle of a suburban area? So the entrance to it is is right. So like the walls are right alongside the street. Basically, okay. the walls are on the street, and then back into the property about a hundred yards is the mansion itself and it's got the entrance does have iron rock gates that were open at the time i mean they're they're still open they haven't closed them and then uh, there are bushes and shrubs sort of throughout that have been uh you know like not carved cut i guess to look like different like animals and different heroes of lore and stuff like that there are actually some that look there are some that look like the eight walking statues. Okay. So, and so you guys sort of step away from the building out into the middle of the road, and, and Leon sort of turns to you and says, Well, that could have gone better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I, I, I didn't know y'all were really going to like threaten him and, and call him stupid and stuff. I just figured y'all would have asked for it and then maybe in, invoke the Adventures Guild. And if he said yes, then that was that. But if he said no, y'all would have said okay and moved on. That's 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 sort of the plan I saw in my head moving well, along. Oh, it's not uh, really the, the plan that carries out, is it? I was told not to talk, but I did want to get to know him, though. He sounded pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Hmm? Wasn't a total loss. We did get a good look at the grounds. So now we have a couple of options. Yes, option did. A, mm -hmm. we can sneak in and steal it ourselves. What's option B? Option B, I don't really like option B, so we're going to skip that because it involves dealing with the Thieves Guild. Not not a fan of option B. No, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, yeah. <laughs> you know, not, not everybody enjoys, you know, straight dealing with the Thieves Guild, uh, you know, revealing themselves for who they are and, and whatnot, and he sort of glances off at Oliver and um, continues talking. So we'll, we'll stick option B in our back pockets as a last ditch. How about that? Gotcha. Yeah, now like that's probably the best idea. Well, now we've got a little bit of of intel on the uh, on the house itself. The uh, the party's not for uh, until tomorrow night at sunset, so we can sort of work up a strategy about how y'all want to get in. 
Now, usually these parties have uh, plenty of outside help. You know, people to come trim and cut the grass, people to bring in food and different servants like that. Now, Baron Wellington, he's got a pretty sizable staff on hand, but I, I do know for a fact that he is calling in a, uh, a catering service. I mean, that's a good idea, but we have to bear in mind they, they saw our faces. Very true. Who are the guests at this party? Oh, higher-ups here and there, you know, it's just a uh, grease-and-palms type of party, you know. We'll have uh, we'll have the governor about, and we'll have, you know, some of the nobles coming in. Right. Now, uh, question. Wh- wh- who of you, uh, which of you know illusion magic? Uh, I could do some magic. Right. Well, I'm thinking, not that I'm proud of it, but I do have a relative amount of sway in higher society one of you might be able to hide my face through some means like that it's possible i can get myself into the party and while you guys can sneak in as the help i might be able to provide a a different view well i think i might be able to learn 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 a spell that might be able to help you out on that one i know i know the spell mate. i got you now in lieu of magic you know, we only had Baron Wellington, who saw you, and the two guards at the front. Now, they might rotate, or they might be the same. But, if we just got y'all fancy and gussied up, you might be able to just walk in. Only problem is, is you'll need an invitation. Do any of y'all know how to uh, forge anything? That's, that's, that's beyond me. I'd probably be better off as a staff. I can, uh, no one pays attention to the staff. Honestly, be a waiter. You're just a face in the crowd. That can't uh, be too hey, Leon? difficult to... Uh, c- can you use any of your contacts to get a forged invitation? Or uh, do you not want to do that? Well, now that would be involving somebody who does have connections with the Thieves Guild. And, and like y'all said, I'd, I'd rather sort of keep out of it. I don't really... If, if we're not going to try and fake join them, then, you know, the less in the group that know, the better. Oh, all right. Uh, plan B. Uh, who has them that we can steal them from? Well, now well before that's... we do that, uh, out of character, do I know anyone that could do this? That can and would they it? be willing to help? Well, you do have. I mean, think, think, think of who you know in Waterdeep. I mean, I mean, who, who do you know in Waterdeep? That's well, part of your backstory. I know the Thieves Guild. You know the thieves guild and you might also know somebody who helped you out a long time ago that's true that's very possible so that's i mean i'm not trying to i'm i'm not trying to put things in your head but i'm trying to put things in your head you know what i'm saying right well i well, I, was, I was more thinking um if there was someone in the thieves guild that wouldn't immediately flip out if they were to see me then i would go that route but that is risky so yeah let's just go with um Let's uh, let's see if there's anyone that I know I from mean, my time in Waterdeep. Who is the guy that helped you? You're supposed to make up the NPCs. No, who who is who is the, <laughs> the name of the character that that helped oh. you get out? Oh, uh, the serpent. Serpent. Okay. So you might want to work with Leon. You, the problem is, is you would have to find him. Yeah. So. And as far as I know, right now he is also on the hunt for the Thieves Guild. Or being hunted by at the Thieves Guild, is what I meant to say. Talk to your team. <laughs> so, there may be someone I know. Well, I do know him. 
I just don't know if he's still going to be here. Leon, Leon, cards on the table. You know who I am, right? You're just a funny-looking little halfling. That's all I know. Right, so you're playing coy then, because you definitely said it was nice to see me again. Well, you can roll an insight check if you want to see if he's playing coy. Garbage rolls. That's a four. He just thinks you're a halfling, man. Yeah, we'll we'll say it. We'll say. I mean, you can tell. I mean, he's not trying to hide it, but uh, yeah, he's he's being a little coy about it. Leon, are you still in contact with anyone that I may have known from the guild? Now it depends on who you're looking for. You got a name? Yes, the serpent. Oh, I say that kind of quietly. That slippery little devil. Well, now, uh, how long ago was it when you bounced? Like just um, about a year, six months. About a year. About a year. You know, last I saw him was probably about about a year ago. He slipped out when uh, your compatriot, if you get my meaning, and yourself did. And he sort of he sort of eyeballing the rest of the group, trying to not, like not give you away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of nod. They they know. Right. Well, that's the last time I saw him. Last time I heard of seeing him, anyway, to be more specific. So you ain't, you ain't seen him around Waterdeep ain't, at all? Nah, if, uh, if he's half as smart as they say he is, he's he's on the other side of the world, trying to yes, keep his head true. down. But uh, Very true. But what were you thinking? Well, he was he was the one that I knew that would be able to uh, forge, a, forge an invitation for me. He was pretty good with the... Forgery? Handwriting? Counterfeiting. Calligraphy. Calligraphy, okay. Yeah, he always had a way with uh, paper and ink about him. I remember one time he uh, he snuck half his half of his crew into this, uh, well, <laughs> into this, uh, this little group's outing. And the uh, sun went down, and when it came up, they were gone, as were the clothes on their back. One of the funniest stories I heard about Mr. Snakey Boy. You know, I can, uh, I can sort of look around and... Uh, you know, drop some threads. I don't want to blow my cover just quite yet. Yeah, you know, yeah, don't. 20 years in the making, but I, I can see if anybody's uh, come up on them. Just in case we can't find them, uh, what's, what's our backup plan? Well, I have some experience in my earlier years with that sort of calligraphy and invitations to these sort of things. I can, I can likely mock something up. We can also always hit them from uh, multiple sides. A couple of us could come in as a wait staff, while the rest try to make their way in as uh, invited guests. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. I can, I can get myself in as a guest. I have, I have the identification covered. It's the invitation that's the difficult part. But I, with a decent enough invitation, I should be able to persuade my way in. Well, I got an idea too. I I can turn one of us invisible, and, and you could sneak in. How long can you do that? Uh, it's about an hour. That could actually. I mean, it's not a terrible option. If we don't feel like trying to worry about the invitation, if you just want to turn me invisible, I can sneak in, and then I can easily uphold my cover once I'm in there. So long as I don't, you know, constantly come around looking for invitations. Well, I, I know you're pretty sneaky, but I joke about that. You're not you're not sneaky. What what about Oliver? Yeah, why don't, why don't we let the thief handle this one? Now that's not too terrible of an idea. I mean, we don't all necessarily need to go in. I would say 
two at the most, maybe three. But we probably will want somebody on the outside just to, you know, cause a distraction or something. Any thoughts on that? Oh, I, I could, I could blow stuff up. I'm pretty good at that. We'll keep that card in our back pocket for now, and, and if things get really hairy, Kali, we'll go ahead and let you go. Oh man, I haven't been let loose in a long time. But Carly, that's not a terrible idea. If we can get a couple of us sneaker ones in there, we can do the actual stealing while the rest of you secure a proper escape route, especially if we have to come out high. Not a poor idea. Very true. Once we do get what are we going what are you going after? <laughs> <laughs> the safe. We don't know yet. This the, the right. safe essentially. What whatever we're stealing out of there. Is it gonna be invisible? So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to deal with that. Yeah, uh, it it won't be invisible once you get it. Yeah, it, they'll be able to see it. But uh, what about your magic? Can you cloak it inside your face hole? That's a valid well, question. I mean, that's really up to the gods, and by the gods, I mean the DM again, <laughs> because this is really just a narrative illusion spell that I have, and it's not. <laughs> It's not an actual, like, D&D spell that I have. It depends. Can you fit a full-size safe in your face? <laughs> I, I can fit a bat wing and three muffins. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Better no, you can't, you can't fit a safe in your face. Not that it would matter. Can you carry a safe to begin with? I, I imagine those things yeah, are I feel like it's to... probably about the size of me. Now, the only well, problem is... is... Uh, hey, Oliver. Oh, one yeah. question, sorry. Can you break into a safe? Well, yeah, I could do that, no problem. Well, let's not carry the safe. Uh, it's It would be hilarious, but yeah, just break into it. Yeah, I suppose that would be the easier route then, wouldn't it? Right, so we've got definitely uh, Mr. Oliver here is going to be going in. Who else needs to go with him? I'll, I'll go with him to back him up. I can sneak pretty well. So... At this point, we've got, and don't take it offensively, but I'm going to go in with y'all as well. All right. That's not a I bad idea. Not solemnly. Excellent. I get it. Now, this this is for no other reason than just to provide support for y'all. I'm not judging you. I'm not I'm not writing your report cards, all right? This Can I do support. a roll for his intentions? Yeah, so because... that's an insight check. So go ahead. Yep. Ah, oh, man. Four plus one, five. He seems completely on the up and up. He he doesn't want to, you know, he's really trying not to offend you guys. He just wants to to be involved since it was, it's technically, it's not his mission per se, but he's heavily involved and invested in it already. And so he wants to see it through. And we sort of miffed the whole uh, trying to talk to the other guy, so. Now, if we're going to go this route, there's, there's something else very important we need to talk about. Exit. Like, I want to make sure we can we can actually leave, which is where the rest of you come in. Well, we got to talk about exit, but first we got to talk about entrance. Y'all are supposing to walk in with the wait step, is that correct? Well, that's one way to get in. All right. I mean, well, any looks... one of us will be invisible, so that'll be pretty easy. That's true. I'm fairly confident. As long as we throw on a waitstaff uniform and a smile, no one's going to give us a second glance as long as we don't draw attention to ourselves. Well, now that's another problem. We've got to figure out which service is serving them, and we've got to figure out how to get ourselves some 
some uniforms. You know, it's it's early morning yet, but we don't have a lot of time to do it. Just about two days total tomorrow. So you said uh, you said he's hiring some extra caterers. That's true. Yes. So the simplest option is we go to those caterers, and if this is a big enough party, they're probably going to be looking for every able body they can get. So we just get ourselves hired on. Well, that might be true. That might be true. You know, but if it's uh, if it's a high class uh, catering service, as I believe it to be, you know, they may already be fully staffed considering the amount of money they pull down. But it's it's not a it's not a bad gambit. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional. I know it was because you stopped for like thirty seconds afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I propose, and y'all let me know how how you feel about it. We have to figure out which catering staff it is. There's only about one or two that could really handle the size of the, the Baron's party, and so we can either go to we can probably check out both of them and and either try to get hired on, or well, we might just have to steal ourselves some uniforms. That's more what I was thinking. That's more what I was thinking too. It sort of gives you a nod. You know where somewhere we can get those uniforms? I'm not familiar with the city, so. Well, I mean, they do. Uh, they do actually have a uh, a washing service. I would imagine if it's you know one of the higher end ones, they wouldn't do the washing themselves. So we might uh, might be able to intercept something. Now that's a thought right there. But first thing we need to do is figure out which one is going to be catering the Baron's party. And you know, that's probably not too hard. We could just try and schedule them for the next day if we wanted to. There's a lot of different options and plans. But I think first thing we need to do is figure out which uh, catering service it is. And after that, we can work on a plan. How's that sound? Sounds good. Doesn't sound too hard. No, not at all. I suppose I don't even really need a uniform since I'm going to be invisible. This is true. Well now, let's get to work. Dun, dun, dun. So, there you go. Um, I can't, I don't even know that. I don't even know our outro music. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all very much for joining us this week. If you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen to it on there, it still helps spread the word about us. If you have some friends who might be interested, I would appreciate it if you could share this podcast with them. If you would like to support the show, you can check us out at patreon.com slash lastnerdsonearth. Every dollar you put in goes directly towards the show, including new microphones, future merch, and better audio production. If you do choose to support us, you can snag some awesome rewards, such as creating an NPC, playing a one-shot with the group, or even having myself as your DM for a four-session one-shot with you and three of your friends. Our lowest tier starts at just $1, so swing by patreon.com slash lastnerdsonearth to check us out. One final message I did forget about. Next week, I will not be DMing. My partner and I rolled up a new character together. Her name is Elliot. She's a level one human with a charisma of 20. Her special skills are charm person and poison spray. With a new human handle, I had to take some time off. Never fear, however, as Cube has a wonderful special episode planned for you. It's going to be amazing. So thank you once again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
our characters sharing rooms, like, or do we each have our individual room? You each have your own individual rooms. Okay. I mean, you guys are more than welcome to stay in each other's rooms if you if you sleepover. want to. But I mean, yeah, sleepover. But um, no, you I guys. Mean, have I love down. sleepovers. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, can we do a sleepover episode? Oh my god, that was so loud. All right, that um, was so loud. Sorry, I got too close. Yeah, got too excited there.